The other Sunday, we were notified by one of our residents here, my sister Pat, that all of you had chipped in to help pay for our gas. Now, you know we don't ask for money. We don't talk about money. Right, right. But that touched my heart. Yes. Thank you very much. I just filled up with gas this morning. I used to fill up for $30. Now it's almost 60 mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm not asking for any money, but I appreciate your giving, and I would not... I would not say that you can't give because that'd be robbing you of a blessing. Right. But thank you. Thank yeah. you that we have a church here that believes, that believes in doing what's right. <coughs> and so we're going to open up with, uh, Pastor Nikki is going to open up with prayer. And uh, it's just good to be with you this morning. Good to be with you. You know, we both we both are seventy nine now, and and God has given us the ability to uh, do mighty exploit. Twenty nine years. We uh, we left we left our church in Jacksonville, glad tidings, and in the last two years we've started two more churches. And I tell, I tell you, God is good, isn't He? Yes, He is. So now we're pastoring three churches, and Riverwood's one of them. Riverwood's one of them. Praise the Lord. Open us up with prayer. Oh, our precious Heavenly Father, how we praise you. We can't thank you enough. We thank you that you've made us your children. We're your sons, your daughters. It is so good, all because of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for coming and dying in our place, paying the price for our sin so that we could come into your presence, Father, for you are holy and no sin can enter your presence. So we thank you that we have been made holy and righteous in your sight through the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, our big brother. We look forward to that day when we'll all be together as family and there'll be no more parting, there'll be no more tears, there'll be no more suffering. We thank you for that, Father. But until that time, we know that your Spirit is with us, that you give us the strength and the ability to handle each day whatever comes our way. Because we know that you are with us. You said you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the power that we have in the name of Jesus. And so today, Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Spirit upon us that we would be refreshed and renewed and strengthened and even healed. We know, Father, nothing is impossible for you. No matter how old we get, we know that you could, you could heal us today. We love you. We look to you for everything. And we abide in you, Lord Jesus, by your Spirit. Thank you, in Jesus' precious name, and everybody said, Amen. 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 Well, here is our church at Riverwood song. It's our church song that we're going to open up with. In the back of your, your uh, songbook. And it, it's our church song up in West Virginia. Amen. And I thought it'd be nice if we make it our church song. They will know we are Christians by our love. Amen. Amen. All right, put your hands together. Come on.
<laughs> and if you're not full of love today, go to the one who is all love, our Heavenly Father, and say, give me more love. I'd like the gift of love that others will see that I believe in Jesus. Amen. And they maybe will come along with me and become Christians too. Amen. It's wonderful to be a Christian, isn't it? Amen. You look back on your life and you've been up and down and uh, all kinds of things have happened to you. I just spoke with one of you today that has been a widow for 50 years. She lost her husband in Vietnam, but she knows that he's with the Lord and she knows that she'll see him one day. And so... She has continued on to trust and believe in the Lord Jesus, and He has held her up and held her held her up strong. Amen. 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 Someone here got a testimony. I'm, yes, sir. When I was three years old, I was in a play pit out in my, my mom's backyard in the summertime. Yeah. And my mom was visiting a labor down the street. That was back in the 1950s when you could do that. Right. You yeah. You locked and all that. Yeah. Well, anyway, curious change I got out of his playpen. <laughs> and I called, I, I walked up all the way to the gate. There was a fenced yard. The gate was left over to the street. Mm. Well, I, I hit my garbage truck. Oh! And, and Luckily for me, I'm still alive, and I thank God for, for my life, because now I've got a purpose in my life. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when we become Christians. Then we have a purpose. I don't know if you all heard what James said, but he said at the age of three, he had been left in his playpen, and he found a way out, and the gate was open to the the, um, the fence, and he went out to the street and was hit by a garbage truck. And he said, the Lord gave him life. He's been alive. And how old are you now? I'm 71. I have a 71st birthday, October 11th. 71. And he said, now I have, I know I have a purpose in life. Absolutely. That's what happens when we become Christians. We don't just go through life, hither and yon, with wondering what's it all about. We know what it's all about. It's all about Jesus, Amen. isn't it? And it's all about telling others the gospel message until he calls us home. So it's wonderful, wonderful Amen. to be on the road with Jesus. I want all of you to know today that God has a purpose for you. Amen. And we don't always understand it. I know things has happened in my life that I, I couldn't understand. But when you're faithful to God, you can look back and see that He was directing your steps every step of the way. And I thank Him that, that I have a purpose in my life. And one of them is to take care of Nikki, to love her, and to provide for her, protect her. And the other one, the main one, is obey God. Amen. Right. Now, you can obey God in this nursing home where you can disobey God. Right. And you say, what do you mean, preacher? I'm saying this to you today, that you have a choice. You may not have a choice in what you're going to eat for lunch. You may not have a choice of when you're put to bed or get up. You may not have a choice in a lot of things, but the most important choice that you have to make, and nobody can make it for you, is are you going to glorify God in your time of your trouble? Amen. Amen. And I tell you, Jim, it's just, I tell you, there's nothing like knowing that you have a purpose, that you're loved no matter what people say or do to you, that there's one in heaven that loves you with a perfect love, and he will never let you down. He will never leave nor forsake you. He'll be with you.
with you even to the end of the age. Amen. And I'll tell you, when we get to see him, Jen, what a day. What a day that will be. That's the next Page 23 song. in your songbook. Open your songbooks and go to page 23. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face and see the one, save me by his grace. Amen.
I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus. Come on. Yeah. I don't know about you, but he's the first one on the scene. And I just want to thank him. I want to thank him for making sure that I have eternal life. Amen. Brother, we're going to have a new body. Amen. Praise Amen. Lord. We're going to have a new body. Amen. Tears and sorrow will be behind us. Come on. Pain and suffering will be behind us. Amen. Sometimes I just sit. We're right on Little Lake Kerr out in the forest in Ocala. And I get a chance to just sit Watch the sun go down. Watch the sun come up. And just thank God. Thank God that He's brought me a mighty long way. Amen. He brought me a mighty long way. Me too. I was one of the rottenest sinners you could ever imagine. Used to drink whiskey and play at guitar and bars. Chase women. I caught a few too. <laughs> but you know, Jesus pointed me in a better direction. Amen. And I was on my way to hell, and Jesus gave me the right path. I'm on my way to heaven now. Amen. I'm on my way to heaven. I know where I'm going when I leave this body. And you know. I found out that the older I get, the more I don't care about a lot of things in this world. That's right. You know, I, I don't care about my hour raise or savings account. It's good to have it now, don't get me wrong. But you know, I was thinking about getting me. I was thinking about getting me a I had a neighbor who took me out in a pontoon boat. And I caught the only fish, a nice bass. I got home and I started thinking, maybe I can talk Nikki into letting me get a pontoon boat. How did that work out for you? How did that work I didn't get one. He decided not. She said, Bob, you got friends that's willing to take you out on the boat. So that saves you gas, saves all the hard work of putting it out. And she said we can go right across to the springs and we can rent a pontoon. That way you don't have to shell out a bunch of money. And I scratched my head and I said, you know, you're right. Sometimes we can start wanting things that we shouldn't have. Right. Right. But the more that you want the things of God, the more blessed it is to have His peace. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no room for depression in my life. No. No. There ain't no room for anxiety. No. Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. Sometimes I wonder... How are we going to keep going to West Virginia and pastoring the church up there, coming back to Florida, going back to West Virginia? We've went up 17 years. And I know that sooner or later, we're going to be staying in Florida full time. But Nikki says, we have this moment. Why are you worried about on down the road? That's right. And then I was thinking, Nikki, when we were driving. Yeah. I was thinking about. Shouldn't have been thinking, should he? <laughs> I was thinking about the church up there again and our property and the youth building and everything that we built through the Lord. Yes. And guess what the Holy Ghost said? What? You have this moment. <laughs> I don't need. Listen, I'm saying all that to say this. You and I worry about too much on down the road that may never happen. Right. That's why Jesus said, just take each day, one day at a time. Because He's here with us in the present, but He's not in the future and He's not in the past. So 
Why dwell there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but he's been there. Yeah. And will be there for us. Oh, yes. Good testimony. <clears throat> Good testimony. Anybody else have a testimony? Pat. Pat, you want to come up here? I know that. Would you bring her up, Patty? Let Patty bring her up. Okay. So we can hear you, okay? Patty is a, a good friend of ours from Jacksonville. She came to the church up there, Glad Tidings, when we were pastors, pastoring up there. And she just loves to help. She uh, takes care of babies and children. And she loves to push wheelchairs. <laughs> okay. Let's get you on recording so everybody can hear. I know that we're put in places, and God puts us in places where we are needed. Yes. And he's sitting here for some reason, and I feel that quite a bit. I'm in a bad place this morning because I've got to do something I don't want to do. But it has to be done. And I pray about it, and this is what... He told me I've got to do it. But he put me here for a reason. And thank God for that. Just like he put John to me for us. Pat's been, uh, she was raised in uh, Salvation Army, right? That's a wonderful, wonderful church ministry. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. Sometimes. God speaks to us about things that we don't want to do, but we know we have to do it. Yes, that happens. And so, I got a word like God gave Joshua. I'm going to give it to you, Pat. Be bold. Be courageous. For the Lord thy God is with you. You receive that? Amen. Amen. Let's give her a hand. <laughs> well, I, I have to tell y'all that that was something I really back in when I was about 17 years old. We were baptized, six of us, three boys and three girls, and the little preacher stood on the rock. And then he took me under, he slipped off of that rock, and I went down the river. And I thought, well, God, if you're going to take me now, take me on. <laughs> because I can't swim that good. But the old pastor caught me by my hair and brought me back. <laughs>
Praise the Lord. Amen. Pastor Nicky and I are going to sing a special before we bring the music. And uh, I pray that you'll enjoy it. Let me set this back out of the way. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> Both of us together has got a brain, believe it or not. I believe it. We need each other. <laughs> God puts people together for His glory. He does. I don't know. After my late wife died at 46, I don't know what I would have done if God hadn't put her in my life. And I really don't know what I would do on Sunday mornings if God hadn't put you in my life. That's it. We love to be together you. with y'all. Amen. <laughs> All right, let's sing this special for you. It's a beautiful say. worship song, 10,000 Reasons. Thank you, Lord. You know the song? Thank you, Lord. 
Yeah. Me and my wife had went out to a Chinese restaurant back home to eat Chinese for supper. Oh, and yeah. It was on a Sunday. And you know how they play that music in the background? Yeah. Everything they played was Chinese until it came to that song. Oh. When it came to that song, it was like the, the, the tunes just stopped and went to American. And they would play that song over and over. And uh, they didn't know any other song. They didn't know Amazing Grace. They didn't know In the Sweet By and By. But they knew that song. Because the lady that owned the restaurant would be, when he would come on, she'd be standing up at the front shouting and praying to God. That's the only song she knew in America. The rest of them were Chinese. But he'd come on, it was like a whole different spirit would come over that restaurant. Yes, sir. Amen. It would. Spirit of Christ and worship. Thank you, Lord. Today, if you have your Bibles or your bulletin, you go to the inside. We tried to make it big enough. This is your bulletin. We didn't make it for somebody out there walking on the street. We made it for Riverwood residents, friends. I got two good friends back there. I got many good friends up here. Amen, Jim. The title of the message today is Only Believe. Amen. <clears throat> you know, when a neighbor took me out fishing, I believed I was going to catch a fish. But quietly, in my spirit, I asked God, fishy, fishy in the brook, come and get on Bucky's hook. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky catch you like a man and put you in that front. <laughs> but I believe. <laughs> and I also believe that God cares about everything yes. that's in our heart. Amen. Whether it be joy or whether it be sadness, He knows. He knows our name, don't He? Yes. Bonnie, did you and your granddaughter used to sing that song? He knows my name. I thought you did. I thought you did. He knows everything about you, and it saddens His heart. When we don't believe that he's taking care of us. That's true. Right. It saddens his heart when we go to everybody but God for what we want or need. When he, listen, God should not be our last resort. Amen. He should be our first choice. Amen. Now listen, I, I, I make no pretenses. Being a Christian is not easy. Right. <clears throat> Satan really wants to destroy your witness as a Christian. Mm -hmm. We have to be careful how we talk, what we do around other people. Because somebody's watching your life and mine. Mm -hmm. Somebody will be affected by your life and my life. And we want it to be on the positive side, pointing them towards Jesus Christ, Amen. the author and finisher of our faith. We're going to go to Luke, the fifth chapter, and the twelfth verse. And we're going to read about four verses. And I'm going to ask you to read with me. Listen, you're a part of this service. It's so necessary that you're here today. Amen. Because the Bible speaks about the body of Christ. If one suffers, we all suffer. That's right. And if one of you are missing, then there's something missing when we come together. That's right. Now we started off with five people here last year. And through God sending Jennifer to us and others, we have some good staff here. We've grown. We've grown. And we will continue to grow. 
I believe that revival can break out right here in Stark, Florida, yes, right here at Riverwood Nursing Home. I believe that the news is going to get out that something happening here at this nursing home that's not normal with today's religion. We don't need religion. We need Jesus. We need fellowship with our Lord. And when we have that, everything has to take a back seat. That's right. It has to take a back seat. Do things bother me sometimes? Yeah. But they don't hang on to me. No, sir. I go to the Lord and I know who I am in Christ. I'm a child of God. Amen. I have God's favor in my life if I'm following Him. Amen. I have His blessing on everything I do. That's right. But you must believe. And believe takes action. Come on. It's not enough to tell somebody you believe in Jesus. You need to be telling them about the good news that Jesus come to this earth to forgive sins and to save our soul from a devil's hell. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about a man that had an incurable disease. You know, we have cancer now and they've come a long way since my wife died with breast cancer. But back in those days, leprosy was incurable. And people stayed away from them because leprosy was catching. Right. It spread like wildfire. When people without it got around them, they wound up with it. And the Bible says... And it came to pass when Jesus was in a certain city. Let's start again. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city. Behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus, fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. Now, have you ever wondered? This man had never seen Jesus, but he heard about it. And that's the purpose of all of our Christian law, is to tell others about Jesus. And someone had told this man full of leprosy that there was this man called Jesus that could heal and he believed that Jesus could heal his leprosy. Amen. Amen. And he said, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Amen. You can make... Listen, we need that attitude. Amen. Sometimes God don't give us everything we ask for. Right. Praise God. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Sometimes we ask for something in the long run that's not in His plan. And so this man knew Jesus could do it, but would He do it? But something came into play. He believed. You must believe that in this part, this time in your life, just like I've had to believe that everything is going to be alright. It may be hard, but the Lord will not let you go through anything that you can't bear if you believe in Jesus' presence in your life. Amen. Amen. He said, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Now, I found out how to pray. If I ask Jesus for something, and it may, may be something that I believe is really good for my family, for my friends, for the church, whatever it may be for my wife. If I believe, I believe, I always add these words. If it be your will. 
Right. Right, Tim. If it be your will, if it's not your will, I don't want it. I have my prayer time regular with Nikki, and I say, God, if you don't give me something, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't have to have, being a preacher, I don't have to have a new vehicle. I don't have to have a big home. I don't have to have anything but the Holy Ghost power in my life to spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus had an answer for him, and it didn't take him long. Let's read the 13th verse. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean, and immediately the leprosy departed from him. Amen. Jesus looked at this man and had compassion. Yes. Right. And he saw the man's faith. Does Jesus see your faith in him? Are you lacking faith? The Bible says that if you lack faith, ask God that he will increase your faith. That's right. Amen. There's a couple of things here. Jesus put forth his hand and touched somebody that had leprosy. And that was a completely no-no back in those days. But you see, Jesus wasn't worried about leprosy because the Father had given him all power. That's right. Power to heal. Power to raise the dead. Amen. Power to go to the cross for you and me. Power on the third day to come out of that tomb. Amen. Power to go and prepare a place for you and me that yes. where He is, we can be also. Amen. So He touched Him. And He said these beautiful words, I will be I tell you, when I'm praying and the Holy Ghost speaks to my spirit and says I will, there ain't no demon from hell can stop me. Right. Or you. Amen. 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 Can't do it. No. Can't do it. And immediately that disease was gone. Right, Bonnie. It was gone. Now, some of us have some things in our life that probably needs to be gone. Amen. There could be an addiction. I know you might laugh at this, but sexual immorality, greed, lying, taking advantage of someone else, those things need to go from us. And I believe if you ask God to take the bad things out, that He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll take the bad things out of our life and fill us with peace. Amen. Amen. You're looking at an old man that has peace. You're looking at an old man that has found the rest that God gives to those that will follow him completely. Jim, you're following the Lord completely. Amen. And you have peace in your heart, don't you? I sure do. And you have rest, don't you? Rest it in God. I give it all to God. Give it all to God. The things that are not good in your life, give them to God. He knows how to take care of them. Now here's one more thing. Fear and doubt is something that you don't need to have. That's right. It will make you sicker, make your life more miserable. And Jesus said many times, fear not. Amen. If I went outside and there was somebody there that put a bullet in me, 
I'll be with Jesus. That's right. Amen? Amen. Anxiety has no place in your life. No. Now, will you be attacked with that from time to time? Absolutely. I went to bed not too long ago, put on my CPAP, turned it on, breathing good. As soon as my head laid down on the pillow, I had this anxiety attack coming. I got up in bed, got out of bed, took that CPAP off, and I walked into the living room, and I started saying, Lord, this is not of you. Anxiety is not of you. Devil, you can get your hands off my mind. You can get out of my life. I'm a child of God. I am a child that loves his Jesus, and Jesus is my Savior and my Lord. Now you've got to go. And immediately, it was gone. I went back to bed, hooked the CPAP up, and me and my pacifier went right to sleep. <laughs> That's our God. Hallelujah. You don't need to have all that stuff in this nursery. No. No, you don't. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. That's right. Don't ever tell me, preacher, look at me. Well, I've got eyes. I can see you. So what? <laughs> So what? A better day's coming. Right. Amen. 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 A better day is coming. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Nicky, come and finish up for us. You know, leprosy back then was a sign that the person had sinned. And I got to thinking about it and I thought, we all have had leprosy. Hopefully you don't have it today. Sin in your life. And that's what Jesus wants to do is to bring us that peace and that rest, that cleansing. I was thinking as we sang 10,000 Reasons and we said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Yes. And we called him holy, holy, holy. Well, a leper in those days couldn't even go to the temple. He wasn't allowed in. He couldn't go to the festivals. And we, as uh, when we were unbelievers, we couldn't approach a holy God. But Jesus made a way, didn't he? When we are in Christ, when we ask Jesus to forgive us, and he touches us the way he touched the leper, because he doesn't, he wants everybody to be saved. And he's there to say, yes, I will. I will touch you. I will bring you into the kingdom. I will forgive you of all your sin. I will cleanse you with my blood so that you can enter the Holy of Holies totally cleansed. And I thought of the scripture, I'll end with Hebrews 4, where the writer of Hebrews, they think maybe it was Paul, but... We don't know for sure, but this is what the writer says. When we have asked Jesus into our hearts and we're cleansed of our leprosy, our sin, and we've been made righteous and holy in his sight, he says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. And we all go through time of need every day, don't we? And we can come boldly as sons and daughters of the Most High God. Amen, Pastor Bud. Now, one of the most important things before we leave. Yeah. Do you know you're saved? Yes, Do you have any doubts in your mind if you died today where your soul would go? And if there's someone here that would like prayer by holding your hand, I'll pray with you. The power of God is here to give you that boldness and confidence that it is well with your soul.
Or maybe you're fighting depression. I don't know what you're going through, but God does. If you'll lift your hand, I'm going to pray right now. Yes. 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 God bless you. Man. Father, let your glory fill this place right now. You can do what we can't do. We give you praise that we can lift our voices and you and all the holy angels in heaven can hear what we're doing here today. Now God, some of these people have been through a rough Horrible time. But I know you can kiss us and make us better. Yes, you can. Amen. Right now, Lord, let your glory for all the needs for these precious ones. Yes. My wife and I, visitors, for the staff. Lord, we are truly in your presence today. Little Chris, 27 years old, has worshipped you. We've all worshipped you, Lord. But now we're like the lepers. Man, Lord, would you come by here? Would you come by here and strengthen us? I feel your presence in this place. Oh, I feel your presence. Yeah. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. In Jesus' name, Thank you, Lord. we pray that you'll have a good week. You'll be strong in the Lord. Whatever your body's doing to you or your mind, I thank God for Bonnie's family coming and friends. I have my family coming. Uh, I have my family coming. Good. You have your family coming. Well, you know, I would say that's wonderful, but not everybody has somebody to come. But I can tell you this one thing. The Lord is with you. And until we meet next Sunday, let's be bold. Let's be courageous, for our God is with us. Amen? Amen. Amen. So until we meet again, may God bless. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. Yeah.